0: Hello, and welcome to the Generation 9-11 podcast. In the last 20 years since the attacks on New York on 9-11, many have retired from their jobs and moved on from the city. Those retirees are now all over the country and may have no idea that they're eligible for these programs. This episode, you will hear from Edward Stone, attorney and executive director of the Retirees for Justice group.
1: Good morning, my name is Edward Stone, and I'm the executive director for Retirees for Justice is a retiree advocacy organization dedicated to protecting earned benefits for retirees. Um, I have learned about a lot of the um, incidents that had arisen post 9-11 due to all sorts of different um, illnesses that unfortunately people suffered, not only for people who were in the buildings, but people in the vicinity. And I've been in touch with a number of law firms, most notably Barrish and McGarry, about their efforts to inform retirees and anybody injured um, during the post 9-11 contamination in New York City. And one of the things we're trying to do with Retirees for Justice is to make people aware that there are all sorts of benefits that are available, then put them in touch with people who can help them. A lot of people have developed illnesses uh, after exposure that they don't even know uh, were related to the exposure. And this is something that I think is a serious concern for folks who worked in and around uh, downtown Manhattan in the days and months and years, in fact, following September 11th. And so to that end, we're gonna use our platform, Retirees for Justice, to spread the word about what's gone on, what is going on and what, avail- what available resources retirees can look to, to the extent that they're looking for um, answers to questions, compensation, help with um, medical expenses, treatment, and all the rest. And so, you know, that's really what our goal is there. And at the same time, uh, we use Retirees for Justice as a platform to spread uh, information uh, and encourage people to join in our fight to protect earned benefits for retirees, which have been under siege over the past couple of decades, and we're trying to fix all of that. So that's kind of what we're all about. And uh, my objective is to give a voice to retirees who may not know that they have things available to them such as uh, medical uh, benefits, insurance, coverage for life, things of that nature uh, as a result of their exposure. And many, many, many people who were exposed uh, during 9-11 have aged into retirement and now fit into that retiree category. They might not have thought about it uh, when they were working, but they're now all retirees. And um, we think that our platform might be a useful place to spread information about this because it's all about providing benefits to folks who are injured. And to the extent we can do that and at the same time spread our message, um, we're delighted. I can also tell you a little bit about the key issues that Retirees for Justice is, is, is dealing with these days. Right now, uh, our focus is twofold. On the federal level, we're looking to restore some teeth to ERISA, which is a federal law passed in 1974 that was supposed to protect employees and retirees. And unfortunately, over the years, it's been seriously gutted by federal court and Supreme Court decisions. And we're working with uh, Congress and the Department of Labor to amend ERISA to restore its protected purpose. And in addition, we're looking more and more into um, fighting the battle at the state level to replace protections for retirees whose pensions were transferred to insurance annuities. And we've started to make some some progress on both of those fronts. And it's an exciting time Uh, for us, it's also a pretty significant uh, challenge, as you can imagine, because by our own calculations, it's been about $200 billion since 2012 that's been transferred into the insurance industry by defined benefit plan sponsors. And that's an awful lot of money. So people are concerned about making sure that folks are gonna be there for the long haul. And it's especially concerning with the movement uh, these days over the past couple of years Uh, Insurance companies are transferring more and more of their assets to private equity firms who are in business to make money for their limited partners and not necessarily to look out for policyholders and retirees. So we're hoping to use our platform to shine a light on those issues and on any other issues that impact retirees and their families.
0: Retirees for Justice takes on the rights for retirees all across the country with a strong emphasis on keeping informed. It's no surprise that Edward Stone's number one piece of advice for 9-11 survivors who are currently retirees is this.
1: With with respect to um, what happened at the World Trade Center and what might be available for retirees, for me, I think the single most important thing that retirees can do is to get informed. There are lots of services uh, and there are lots of benefits that are available, but you do need to reach out. Um, There are firms out there who can help Uh, There are law firms who do nothing but this every day, Uh, but you need to reach out. And if you do, you'll find that there are a lot of folks who can steer you through the red tape and help you get to the bottom of whether or not you might cover, you might be entitled to coverage. I would also point out that this is an ongoing process. I know of a number of different uh, retirees who came down with ailments uh, post-exposure at the World Trade Center, and they didn't know whether or not they would be covered. This is something you need to check in with regularly. I check in with the Barish and McGarry folks from time to time about different illnesses that might be covered and they're still working through some of them. For example, um, there are all sorts of cancers that are covered but there's been a curious uh, incidence in the um, number of uh, ALS cases, which is also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. And while they're not currently covered, my understanding is that they are pushing to get coverage for things like that. And the best thing that retirees can do is to stay informed and to use the resources that are available so they can figure out whether or not they're covered now or they might be entitled to coverage later. But I would I would urge all retirees to get in as informed as possible and to think about the dates that they may have been exposed to these deadly toxins because they have a very long latency period and you might have been exposed 15, 20 years ago and then started to develop uh, issues now that you might never have thought um were related to 9-11, but in fact, uh, the evidence suggests that much of the uh, incidences of of increased and unusual cancers that people have developed over the past couple of decades are directly attributable to the the 9-11 incident. So
0: keep informed, go see your doctor every year and advocate for yourself because no one else is going to do it. The government failed us all those years ago, but they're making up for it with the World Trade Center Health Program and Victim Compensation Fund. Take advantage if you can. And remember, if you lived, worked, or went to school in Lower Manhattan, south of Canal Street, any time between September 11th, 2001, and May 30th, 2002, you are eligible for the World Trade Center Health Program, and possibly the Victim Compensation Fund. You can sign up for yourself, or you can contact Barish and McGarry, and they can help you through the process. Be sure to follow the podcast at Gen 911 pod on Twitter to stay updated on any future episodes. You can listen to us wherever you find podcasts, and we'll see you next time.